I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics from personal stories to hot button issues. We cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi! Hi. Welcome to Scam Wow! I'm Sue Smith. I'm Rodnick. <laughs> scams. We do. We love scams. You know scams. who we are by now. You do. <laughs> we love scams. We love you. We're still in this quarantine business. And what are we doing? Scams. Oh my God. Katie, <laughs> guys, is quarantine a scam? <laughs> quarantine is a scam. Katie, did you ever feel like when you were pregnant that I feel like I can't eat? Like I'll eat half mm-hmm. a thing and then I'm yes. like so fucking full. Full. Yeah, yeah, because a baby presses right on everything. Guys, if you haven't known, we will announce today. Oh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Guys, she's pregnant. Yeah. We do a whole special um, Patreon episode about it, which is why I keep going, guys, subscribe to Patreon because the just, best secret is out. I just assume you all know, but I'm pregnant. I'm due in December. Um, she's so and- great. I can't. She looks gorgeous. I can like only very hot. Thank you. All very I can sexy. Eat, thank you. All I can eat is half a hot dog, and then I'm full. It's true. It's true. You can only eat half because the baby's pressing on your bladder and your stomach and your insides, and so you feel full at all times. Yes, I do. And then, okay, so every week we get this email saying how big your baby is. Like Ugh. this this week, the baby is allegedly the size of a cantaloupe. But- <laughs> I was going to say a cantaloupe. That's my favorite one. I don't know why. It's just like the sweetest fruit. <laughs> 
Like adorable and sweet. <laughs> but it only weighs one pound. So how can it be that big? Like, I don't get well, it's it. Like, it's like a curvature of the spine. Like, think of like a, uh, like a, like a fossil. Like, he's all curled in. So he's oh, like, he's- I think his circumference is big. Kate, our producer's cracking up. His circumference is as big as a cantaloupe, but his belly isn't as big as a cantaloupe. Oh, he's not quite. He's still a little translucent and alien He completely is creepy looking right now if you were to look at him this is the week i'm at 24 weeks this is the week of viability is what they say on my facebook group so yeah if something goes wrong he can exist outside the womb so that's good news 100 percent. we just kept being like just get get to 24 get to 23 weeks like that was our big thing just get to that because babies have been successfully born and healthy and you can be in the NICU and you can be monitored and they're wonderful happy kids oh yeah it'll be a rough couple of months (laughs) it'll be incredibly sad and terrible and upsetting but the kid will be fine it'll be fine eventually (laughs) it might have big eyes I feel like the preemies always have big eyes honestly it's a good look honestly (laughs) honestly I love that for them (laughs) I have small eyes I will I want my child to have big eyes i mean it's a trade-off jk no offense any preemies no (laughs) my sister was one (laughs) sorry preemies sorry preemies my sister does have beautiful eyes and she does i think it's because she was premature (laughs) i kind of want a little early i just want to get it out there's something about it you're just like just come over here already (laughs) i've been dealing with a lot we're done to get outside of this body Yeah, yeah 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 we're good we're good that was the worst. We were talking about this too. This is the worst thing for me was I kept, I knew babies come out of bodies. I know that. But the more and more we got into it, I was like, it's going to come out of mine. <laughs> it's really going to, I can't, I'm going to have to get it out of my body. It no, sucks. I can't think too much about it. I can't no, think too, you can't. Even when I talked to my doctor about it, I'm like, it's too early for us to talk about this, right? We don't have to talk about this yet. No, and it makes like, me yeah. nauseous. Yeah, yeah, no, I no, know. no. And I have friends or people that like, you know, talk about the beauty of birth and the organicness of it. Sure. Natural. And I'm like, for you. No. (laughs) For me, I was like, lit, light me up. I want to be. Give me the drugs. So comatose that I don't know what's happening. And I was. I was completely zonked out. Great. (laughs) Almost completely zonked out. And that's what we call in recovery a free lapse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you're a baby, if you have to have an emergency cesarean, you might love it. If you're like me and a recovering alcoholic. (laughs) You know, it might be a gift and you might take a nap afterwards. You might get so, you might get some morphine for the pain and that's allowed. <laughs> and that just lets you ride that wave. Honestly, yes. also, like I always say, take all the meds, not because I'm a pusher addict, but because they're there for you. I keep thinking of like women in the 1800s and even the early 1900s that didn't have anything, that didn't have access to stuff or in their small town or they didn't get to the doctor in time because they didn't have as fast transportation or anything. And they just had to be in excruciating pain on their own. Like they would have loved these meds. Technology is here to help you. Okay. And that Mm -hmm. means meds. Speaking of which, I am listening to a very good podcast called Painkiller, which is all about, it's all about fentanyl. And they go to China and find the fentanyl makers. And then they go to Mexico and find the fentanyl people that are trading on the dark web. It's so good. Do so they use what... any of it? <laughs> How good is it? <laughs> actually, I don't know. Actually, do they like the stuff? Actually, actually we, should, we should do it, but we'll try it. I'm just kidding. You just know kidding, what? I'm guys, a... We're not going to relapse for this podcast. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? That much. But you know what I found out is that um, fentanyl, even just the amount of a toothpick, the, uh, the, the size of a toothpick can kill you. Isn't that crazy? Wait, fentanyl is like heroin? It's like heroin, but it's bad. Better? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> per- no, no, no. A better high? Yeah. Producer Kate is here. Kate, do you know about this? 
Kate, will you tell us all about fentanyl, honestly? Yeah. You're from oh, Florida. I, I, do, I am from Florida, so I she know a lot know. about drugs. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, I only know about fentanyl from, like, the Michael Jackson death. Mm. Oh, mm. that, that, that. Because he, As soon as you say I Michael believe, Jackson death, we all were right there we with you. We all know. But yeah, it. Um, I guess they're cut... Maybe it's cheaper than cocaine and heroin, so they cut it in. And yes, it's a very, very, very tiny amount. But tranquilizer, kill right? You. Uh, no, it's like it's what anesthesiologists use to put you down for surgery. Right. So oh, like a yeah. tranquilizer or even like more intense. Yeah. A coma. It's, it's an induced coma. I mean, honestly, during quarantine, <laughs> who wouldn't want an induced coma right Just now? Just a couple months. Just Guys, put me out. Yeah. Exactly. Quarantine right. is yeah. kind of like an induced coma. It- it is, it is actually. Mm-hmm. You're oh, this is a refreshed. mailbag. Guys, we didn't say this yet. It's a mailbag episode. Oh, it's a mailbag mm-hmm. episode. And you huh. know what's so fun? Every time I feel like we have a mailbag episode, we have another one pretty quickly after it because everyone is talking to each other during mailbag. I feel like our listeners are like, but this is my time to talk to Sasha from Arkansas. And then Sasha from Arkansas gets to hear what Meredith thinks from Florida. Right. And it's right. the cutest thing ever. It's a community. You know, we're building a community of scammers. All right, everybody. It is mailbag time. And we have some great emails and messages for you guys. Um, And you guys love each other, which is just really fun. I like these connections that are happening. Yes, it's great. Thank God. Scam fam. Mm -hmm. We're all con artists at Mm -hmm. heart. Okay. Guys, this first email is from Karen. She said, hello, amazing ladies. I love your show. My daughter suggested it and she is super cool. So I gave it a try and have listened ever since. Oh, thank you, Karen. And thank you to Karen's cool daughter. Keep being cool. Okay. Uh, just wanted to make you aware of a skincare scam. I'm completely embarrassed that I fell for it at my age. It's one of those get a free sample and just pay for shipping. I swear I didn't see that part that they said I would be charged $109.86 per month for two products that literally burned my skin. I called to cancel the order and was told by two different people I would receive a credit. No such luck, of course, so I called back. I hated to be rude to the customer service schmuck, but he refused to admit it's a, but he refused to admit it's a scam, so I had to keep repeating it. I, he argued with me, so I started reading Facebook comments stating it is a scam. I missed those before I sent the samples. Oh, yeah. She didn't read those before the samples. Anyway, the final outcome is that I'm supposed to get an 80% refund. Who says nagging doesn't work? Just thought you would want to get the word out. Nothing is free. Karen, thank you. Okay, I'm opening up the link you sent, and it's called... Beautiful Youth Affinity. <laughs> I feel yeah. like... Affinity. Affinity is a scammy word. Like whenever it's called Youth Renew, and it says number one anti aging solution based on what number one of what doesn't number say. one of what it just says look younger in minutes. There's Ugh. so much going on. And also, it is there's Bianca who's a before and after, and she has a normal wrinkly forehead. And then you see her; she got photoshopped. <laughs> Basically, these are all just. She's women getting photoshopped. It says it balances skin hydration, reduces appearance of wrinkles, brightens skin's appearance. No, and I'll tell you though that to make your skin look immediately flat, that has to be achieved by a freezing agent like a Botox or some sort of yeah. It's like, not just a cream. No, no, that like stops your whole all of your muscles from moving, um, like the fentanyl or whatever. Like literally, like kills it all right there. So yes. that that by a serum you put on immediately doesn't necessarily do it. Or if the serum does, it's like a face freezing serum and you'll never get your face back again. Like mm. it feels like that's like one of those Hans and Gretel's 
tails or something that you should really <laughs> be aware be of. Be careful. So it's but called, you know what? They are cruelty-free and paraben-free. So great. <laughs> but not cruelty-free to humans because they charge but you. not cruelty-free to you yeah. or to Karen. So it's called Youth Renew. Avoid it. It's a scam. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Also, their models are 13 years old. So yeah, I guess their youth is renewed. <laughs> it was, they look great. It's always been there. It's always All right. been there. This next email is shocking and it is a conspiracy and I fucking love it. Uh, yes. Hi, Sue and Caitlin. You can call me DJ. Hi, DJ. First, Hi, DJ. First and foremost, I love you guys and the podcast. Thank you. Thanks. I discovered d- great email. <laughs> great email to start. Yes. I discovered your podcast earlier this year around January, February, but just started dedicatedly listening to you guys within the past month. I appreciate all your hard work and dedication to to producing content. You're welcome. I'm literally sweating right now. You're welcome. That means a lot. It means a lot. (laughs) And continuously bringing awareness about scams and their detrimental effects on people slash society. I was originally going to call the voicemail hotline, but chicken out because I... Yes, because I cringe at the sound of hearing my own voice. Ha ha ha. Yeah, imagine how we feel. Us too. <laughs> Not doesn't? your voice, but our own. <laughs> I mainly have one big scammy situation that involves politics. So please forgive me if this email gets a bit lengthy. You're good. We love a, bit- a lengthy email. Honestly. Sure. It's great. Yeah, we're, we're ready for the ride. A bit of a background about me. I live in a small, medium-sized town in Georgia, right next to the Alabama state line. I work at a corporate chain retail pharmacy as a supervisor. To give a hint at which one, they are famous for their long receipts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Get your money, supervisor. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though I'm a manager, I still have to help run the register quite often. Over the three years I've been at my store, I have seen all kinds of scams and the people are victimized by them. And that... And the people who are victimized by them. But one encounter I had back in 2018 still haunts me to this day. In in 2018, Georgia held its gubernatorial election, basically who we elect as their next governor, along with other state and local elections. The race had come down to Republican Brian Kemp and Democrat Stacey Abrams for the final ballot on Tuesday. And Stacey Abrams was really cool. And um, Mm -hmm. It's corrupt that she didn't win. Kemp was the sitting secretary of the state at the time of the election. And this led to accusations of a conflict of interest as Kemp would be overseeing an election that he was also a candidate in. But during the course of his campaign, he never recused himself from his position as secretary. Well, throughout 2018, a lady, I know, a lady that worked for the Kemp election campaign frequented my store. One of the services we offer at our store is loading cash onto prepaid debit cards for customers. This lady would come in about twice a week and load $200 to $300 cash onto her card for months on end. Okay. Yeah. Scammy. She always looked, she always came in looking professional, wore a black blazer with a big Kemp campaign pin on it. She also had a Kemp branded zip wallet, phone case, and a keychain fob. <laughs> Weird. Psycho. So needy. So needy. The lady was always nice and lovely to wait on. Very polite and respectful. But this day before the Tuesday election, she said something that really raised my eyebrows. She came in and loaded cash onto her card as normal. But while I was running her transaction, she abruptly asked me who I was voting for tomorrow. I was voting for Stacey Abrams all the way, but I didn't want to say that and feigned uncertainty. I had Mm -hmm. said, well, I'm not sure. I just don't know. Before I could even finish, the lady interrupted and said, it's going to be Brian Kemp, right? 
After all the while, she stared at me with wide eyes and a big creepy smile. Ew. I'm always cautious when people mention politics at my work because I don't want to upset anyone. Plus, to plus, it could potentially get me fired if a customer doesn't like my opinions and decides to claim to decides to claim to corporate. So I usually mm-hmm. just tell people I'm not allowed to discuss my personal politics at work. Back sure. to the lady, though. I just mm-hmm. kind of smiled, nervously chuckled at her question, and then finished up her transaction. The part that creeps me out is while I handed her the receipt, I said to her, best of luck to you guys tomorrow and hope the best candidate wins. I was honestly being really two-faced and fake saying this, but I was trying to brush off the awkwardness from earlier and provide good customer service. Mm-hmm. The woman looks up at me and blurts out almost immediately, oh, we've already won. Luck has nothing to do with it. But that's politics for you, though. <gasps> what? At first, I thought this lady was just overconfident and trying to make make it look really good for her. But come Tuesday, the votes came in. And well, Brian Kemp is our current scammer. I mean, governor in chief. Oof. It's so crazy to me because it was all over the news the day before the election. Almost 300,000 people were wrongly flagged as ineligible to vote due to irregularities in voter registration. And approximately 53,000 people's registrations were held or delayed without properly notifying the applicants. Mm-hmm. The majority of the, this impacted Black American black African-American voters the most, thus leading to more accusations of corruption and voter suppression. It's worth noting, too, that Kemp only narrowly won with just under 50,000 votes over Stacey Abrams, the closest governor's race since 1966. This frightens me because this past June, more blatant acts of voter suppression occurred, such as people waiting 12 plus hours in line to vote, malfunctioning voting machines, or only one operating voting machine for thousands of people, and unknowledgeable polling staff that didn't even know how to operate the machines. This, of course, happened in the Democratic areas of Atlanta, particularly Mm -hmm. areas that are predominantly black. Anyways, I just thought you would find this very interesting and scammy, too, considering we're now just 100 days out from the general election of a new president. Thank you again so much. Love you guys, DJ. And then mm. DJ put their sources here and we'll put them in the show notes. Amazing. That is crazy that the <sighs> lady like already knew that they like it's so rigged. Like the government needs to get on this. Th- this That's is crazy. creepy as hell. But I'm also not surprised about all mm. the voting suppression. It? It's not voter fraud. Yeah, voter mm. suppression and them targeting those groups of people and them being so horrible. Three, I don't, I want to know what she was doing with all those gift cards that I thought he was going to say that she was then handing it to people to vote for him. Maybe she was bribing people or she was bribing small businesses to put Mm. his flyers up. Like I wanted to know what were those, I mean, yes, she's cuckoo cray. And I think that's complete legitimate. And you had your like, your red flag was flying for a reason, but I think I want to know what she was doing with those cards. That's untraceable. Maybe she's using them as like because they're prepaid credit cards and she's only putting $200 on them, but she's putting them down like as collateral for a larger purchase. Like, or what? maybe you know she's what using I mean? it as like a tax write off and then spending that money freely. Maybe. Because that's not a bad idea. <laughs> but <laughs> 300 like going towards the campaign. Maybe she's Monday, money laundering write-off. for the campaign. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. That's it. She's, she's money, money laundering. laundering. Okay. <laughs> you okay. got so yeah. excited. <laughs> I did. Yeah. 
That's it, guys. We solved it here. This we woman we don't know anything about is it. totally a money launderer. We Gover- got it. Government, if you're listening, go to the CVS in this place. <laughs> Government, if you're listening, we're innocent. We're <laughs> innocent. a lot of things on this episode <laughs> and past episodes. We're nice. We're nice. Okay. Hey. Wow. That was intense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, this was a message of... Oh, we got an email. The title is Bleep Bleep Sucks. (laughs) I'm not saying the name because you know who it is. You know who it is. And she wrote, this guy sucks. He's totally talking down to both of you and is treating you like you are idiots. It's so gross. He's a mansplainer. Oh, gross. The part that made me write to you and write you an email was when he called you girls. He sucks. Explanation point, explanation point. Please don't keep this episode up. He doesn't deserve any promotion from you. Who wants to support a mansplaining jerk? And yes, I might refer to ladies as girls, but I am a woman and it's not demeaning. When a guy who thinks he's smarter than you calls you girls instead of women, ladies, or using your first name, it's demeaning. I can't even listen to the rest of the episode. This guy sucks. Don't let men treat you in this way. The two of you are smart, funny, personable women. Stand up to the patriarchy. I love your podcast. I'll subscribe to Patreon if you're willing to stand up to jerks like this with tons of love and support, Jen. Jen! Thank you, Jen. Jen, we loved, and we did email Jen back and we we're like, Jen, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. We hate this piece of shit too. Okay. So this is one of our guests that you guys all know. We have had multiple text messages, emails. People told us so like 15 many. minutes in, they had to turn off the episode. And I, I felt really protected in that moment. Like when mm-hmm. we were getting all these emails, like don't From let this Mama guy Jen. treat you like that. Like people were like really pissed off for us. I don't know. It meant so much. Maybe it's just, I've encountered so much mansplaining and abuse in my life that I'm just, I just shut down and just wait for it to be over. That's mm-hmm. all I do. Um, I, my husband couldn't watch. He said he wanted to like punch the guy in the face. We've had multiple people say they wanted to punch him in the face. And I think what's so crazy is that we are trying to, and we've talked about it before. We were trying to like, save the episode we were trying to like collect ourselves we were trying to defend ourselves so then we wanted to put up the episode to kind of say this guy digs himself this insane grave that everybody's throwing him in they can't wait i mean that was the discussion right as we were like should we even publish that right Mm -hmm. like like what jen is saying like does this guy deserve promotion my family said not to he's not promoting himself though nobody Mm -hmm. is gonna go help him after listening Mm -hmm. to this episode And his documentary is bad and it's not, he doesn't know how to tell a story. So whatever. And his publicist reached out to us. That was the thing where we felt sort of scammed. Like his publicist came out to us and we thought it was this legitimate thing. And then it just turned. Anybody can hire a publicist. That's true. I I know, but it feels fancy. It does. It does. I think internally I'm like on this podcast, I'm like, I do not want a lot of male guests and I know that I'm discriminating against men. And so Mm -hmm. I kind of push myself in the other direction so that when I, when that happens, I'm like, let me not prejudice against be prejudiced against men that they're all going to be like this. And then they come on and they're fuck. They're fucking like (laughs) that. Producer, I support you telling someone to go fuck themselves on the show. I think um, I still want to be a good girl and not tell somebody in the moment to go fuck yourself. But I will talk yeah. about you behind your back. I could feel that in that episode that you were like just trying to be polite. You were like, I'm going to mm. be the bigger person. I'm going to be polite. I kept trying to turn it right back to the topic. Mm. And also the idea that in your mind you were like, I can make something good out of this is so mm. incredible. And I'm so proud of you. Both of you. Honestly, But the next Thanks, time it's happening, mom. if I'm on that call, I will stop it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, I think 
what I wish I had said, and I will say this publicly, I wish I had stopped and been like, do you mean to be talking to us like we're idiots or is this just the way you talk? <laughs> I just, I wish I had said that. And well, from now on, that's what the line he we're was, going to try. There were some moments in that episode that had me dying laughing. Like, I don't yeah. remember exactly what it was, but he would say like, do you know what that means? And Sue was just like, oh, I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's just dying laughing. Also, we're like, did you, I'm sure he just Googled what it meant five minutes ago. Like this guy, like, I what know. Talking about. I know. Ugh. But you're right. I mean, it's kind of like we encounter that so often that sometimes we don't see, you know, you just tolerate it and you're polite and you move on. But since it was recorded and all your lovely fans listen to there. it, they're here to defend Thank you, you guys. So. It's so nice. And also, I wanted to show, like, I know women have been talked to like this in the past. Oh, and so I kind time. of wanted to show it all to be like, look, this is happening to us too. People who ha- feel mm-hmm. like we have a very we love our podcast. It's very successful right now. We do our work. We're proud of it. And you can still get some sort of schmuck who's never even heard of your podcast before. Who doesn't give a fuck? Like, who doesn't do any research? Who is totally like drunk Zero. during the interview? Oh, he was, guys, he had a glass of some sort of brown liquor in his <gasps> oh, yard. This is some juicy yeah. stuff oh, I didn't you yeah. know about. Yes. And oh. Sue yeah. and I can spot a glass from a million miles oh, away. We know. And he was. And he was drinking it, and then he'd get really close, like, you girls, let me tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, wow. It reminded me of college. It reminded me of college. So thank you, Jen. Thank you, Jen. We love you. We love that you love us. Mm -hmm. All right. Our next email is from Katie. Katie says, hi, Caitlin and Sue. I just listened to your Disney scam. I was a character performer at Disney World for over a year, and here are more ways to get around the Disney rules. Yes, give it to us. This is gold. Oh, my God. So there is a way around some of the fast pass rules. If you're nice to the cast member at the front of the line when you scan your wristband and some of your party has a fast pass for one ride and others don't, you can ask for the whole party to go through. I think it has, has to be more than half the party... Uh, has to have a fast pass for the line. I definitely done it because my mom once canceled all of our fast passes and I was able to go through without them. However, you still have to scan your band. So if you have one for that ride, the scanner will turn green saying that you have a pass. You can also use more than three passes in a day, but you have to plan. Wait, if I remember correctly, you can use a pass up to 30 minutes before your time, you can tell the cast member at the front of the line and they can override it and use that pass. The scanner wow. will be blue and that's how you optimize the fast passes. It's these cast members. You really got to sh- butter up these cast yeah. members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you you can have three at a time at once and once you use all three, you can get another three. Another wow. scam that people don't realize is a real thing is time with the characters. In character training, we're told to make the interactions less than a minute. There's a five-step process to character meet and greets for Disney. One, greet guest. Two, mention something about them, i.e., your shirt has my face on it. I love it. (laughs) Your shirt has Minnie. I love Minnie, (laughs) etc. Three, sign the autograph books. Four, take the photo and there should be about two to four poses for each photo session. Five, walk them out the door. It's insane to me that people will wait hours for these less than one minute interactions in the Florida heat. Let me know wow. if you want more Disney scams. They're kind of my favorite. XOXO. Katie. Thank you, Katie. This- Katie, we do. We do. <laughs> I wow. do want more Disney scams right away. That's amazing. That's so good to know. So the, the performers will only spend an, a minute with you. 
So yeah, don't wait. No, that's how they're I um, have some insider Disney information from again being from the great tell state. Tell us, Miss Florida. Florida, Florida garbage, Florida town. Um, I know that employees at Disney World referring to um, people who are considered overweight as luxury. <gasps> They'll be like, "This is a luxury customer. This is a luxury I guest." Hate <gasps> that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, may, I think it has Ugh. to do mainly with like ride regulations. If they're like, oh, there's a luxury well, customer, so we have to something. accommodate. Yeah, so uh, I get it, but also it's terrible. That's um, terrible. And but, then or the, is it a compliment? Like you are better. You live I mean, life. You got more to you. Live, I don't know. You get two seats. Know. That's luxury. You're um, actually winning and you cracked the code. I don't know. I don't know. That makes sense. I do want to plug Carly Weisel's new podcast, who was our guest on that episode. Yes. She has a brand new podcast called Very Amusing, and it's all about music art stuff. And it's already killing awesome. it on the charts after one episode. I know. She's crushing it. She's, she's crushing so good. It. So amazing. go listen to that because she's amazing. So proud. Incredible. Okay, guys, this one made me laugh so hard. Okay, this is from Renee. She says, hey, scam fam. Yes, we love this term. I have a tin hat theory about something I honestly don't care about, but I thought you'd get a kick out of it. Renee, I do. I'm in. I think George R.R. Martin is a huge con man. <laughs> Kate is gasping. Our producer Kate is losing I love shirt. this. I absolutely love okay. this. She says, he makes all these claims about writing the last Game of Thrones book and tells his fans that they can arrest him if it's not done by a certain date and then he never delivers. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, he's rolling around in his HBO coins, probably with no intention to write the final book. I doubt he has a word of it written. Why would he? The story is complete through the TV show, which is now considered canon. So what's the point of writing a book? That's it. That's the scam. I hope you enjoyed. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work, Renee. And Renee is the founder of Feminist Book Club and Podcasts. So guys, oh, check out her amazing. podcast. Mm -hmm. That's so funny, Renee. Also, I don't care about this at all, but I would agree. Yeah. I, I, this, I also think he probably kept the advance for the book and still hasn't written it. Can someone Very call a publisher and look into yeah. that? Yes. Well, here's the thing. I know there's going to be a diehard Martin fan out there who's like, oh, no. Uh, this is Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Uh, dear uh, girls. Well, actually. <laughs> First of all, if you're a man and you're going to write to us, just stop yourself. Okay. Just stop. Unless you're Think our one your male life. fan who we love, who writes to us yes. all the time. Um, That's fine. But otherwise, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, why would he write it? I actually thought that like it would yeah. be disappointing in so many ways. He's going to be dead before anything gets prosecuted against him for not doing his job. I want to I want to point out there's another Scrooge McDuck uh, <laughs> illusion here and she says oh. uh, he's rolling around in his HBO coins, coins. and I think yes. right. yeah, she wants us to picture a pool full of honey and Scrooge and McDuck. Honey money pool. I'm into it. Yeah. Stick I'm it to money. me, George. <laughs> not your D, your money. No, your money. money. Your money. Don't get near me unless Don't it's get near me. you know, money. Unless it's some luxury coin. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you, George Martin. Okay. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. 
Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. You guys, next next one is very long and very well reported. Yeah, I love it. Just, Do you want me to read this one? Yes, yes Kate. <laughs> Always. <laughs> of course. Do of course. It. Let me think of a really fun name. Um, okay. Genevieve. Gen- um, okay, okay, so this good. is from the Genevieve then. That's what we're calling her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks, Jen. I love the fun personal vibe you two bring to every episode and listening to the show just brings a smile to my face. It's a great stress relief in these dot 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 cursed times. And I would (laughs) say I'm so relieved to give you any break. They Uh are cursed times. After the amazing recent episode on mobile games and predatory microtransactions, I was super inspired to write about another subset of the mobile game industry, namely the gotcha game subset. Sorry if this turns into a monster email, but I love talking about these things that mix greed, psychology, and scandal all into one big mess. Oh my God, we've asked for this. Thank you. Yes. Genevieve, you just apologized twice for a long email Come on. that we love. Stop apologizing. Genevieve, not don't allowed. apologize. Don't. We're on your side. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. okay, anyway. This is a luxury email and I love it. <laughs> That's my word of the day, you guys. <laughs> I'm so blank for the huge email, but I needed something to do in quarantine. Disclaimer, I personally have played a few gotcha games, two regularly right now and almost 10 in total over the past couple years, but I am not an expert. My personal experiences and opinions will be very subjective, especially to other people who play gotcha games. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is gotcha and what is a mobbage? Okay. Well, no baggage? Mobage? Oh, oh yeah. Mobage. Mobage. Mobagi? Maybe? Maybe. Yeah, okay. maybe. Well, Mobagi is a Japanese portmanteau for mobile game. That makes sense. Okay, so most Mobagis are gacha games, which are based on gacha pawn machines, which I personally love because I'm a nerd. You've okay. heard of this? Yeah, they're like they're like the little um the coin machines that you out of grocery stores. Yeah. And you press it and you get like a little ball with something, but these are in, like, huge tricked out yeah, in yeah. Ju- oh, in they have Japan. everything from They're like everywhere. 
anime to Pokemon, mm-hmm. to specific Pokemon, to like hot dogs and cute little yeah. like kawaii Dirty stuff. Underwear, it's very cool. If you want. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, they have those in no. Japan. Anyway, uh, you put in a coin, turn the lever, and bam, a fun capsule with a small toy inside. If you didn't get the toy you wanted, tough luck. Pay again and try again. The entire premise is based around paying to play until by chance you get the prize that you want or until you can collect the whole set of toys for that machine. What's a gotcha? I'm addicted. I know. I I also would be into this. Mm-hmm. What's a gotcha game then? A gotcha game is a mobagi where you use fake in-game currency to try your chance at getting rare characters or weapons. It's similar to using the fake currency to mm. buy buffs slash defend your castle, as mentioned in the episode. Since gotcha games do give you the choice to waste your currency by doing stuff like recharging your energy or etc. However, most people will save up or buy premium currency in order to, quote, roll for cute characters in battle, a.k.a. to randomly win some characters and hope to get the ones you want. Characters range from one to five stars, and other games will go from rare to super, super, super rare. SSR, which is, isn't that like a dopamine thing? SSRI. 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 Yeah. Okay. So the rates for super, super rare or five-star rates are always never in your favor. We're talking one to two percent. To really tempt you, most games have an option to try ten times at once, saying they'll guarantee a a SR and not an SSR if you try 10 all at once. This encourages you to either save up the free premium currency you're given in the game or pay in bulk. Okay, so if you want a five-star character with a 1% chance of appearing and you're not that lucky, you have to spend at least $300 to get <sighs> it based on probability. Oh, no. If you want a specific five-star, be prepared to spend more. If you search up on YouTube, there's a video from a conference where a man specifically talks about how to create addictive Mm. mobile games that target people with addictive personalities. There's a link. Oh, no. That is damning. That's bad. Ooh, for one, gotcha games do something that a lot of slot machines at casinos do. Fool you with fun graphics and sounds. You always feel like you're on the cusp of winning, even though everything is being determined by the game slash the casino. I haven't done enough research, but I think the only reason that gotcha games aren't counted as in-game gambling is because you aren't spending money to win money. You're spending money to get cute anime PN pings. Considering that a lot of these games are not age-restricted, some people are worried that they're priming younger audiences for gambling. The scandals. Mm, they are. Finally, we get to the fun stuff. We're through the mm-hmm. math and the code words. We're at the fun stuff. Okay, gotcha great. games are rife with horror stories. The dude who blew through his savings for a sexy anime lady JPEG. Oh, my God. Classic story. Wow. We all know about this on the internet. It happens. Mm-hmm. In Fate Grand Order... In order to convince you to spend exorbitant amounts, you need five copies of the same character in order to beef them up to their strongest. In Fate Grand Order, the chances of getting a specific five-star is less than 1%. Now you have to get five copies of that five-star, even though each time you have to be you have to brave the less than 1% odds. Finding reliable sources for the story is kind of hard, so take it all with a grain of salt. I don't know the exact details, and it's very possible that I've gotten some wrong. Much of this has become hearsay. I get it. Who has it? I'm moving on. A man in Japan decided that it was time for him to take a chance. The character Skethatch had been released. This poor soul decided that not only was gonna he was going to try and get her, but he was going to try and get five copies of her in order to beef up her max stats. On top of it all, he was oh, going to live see. stream the whole thing. This man sold his car. This <gasps> man ran out of his life savings. This man had stolen his parents' credit card. 
had stolen his parents' credit cards, this man had gotten kicked out of the <sighs> house. But he was yeah. going to live stream him getting five copies of this five-star waifu no matter what. I think that means wife in wife, Japanese. Must mean wife, yeah. Apparently, yeah. while live streaming, he spent 600,000 yen, almost 6,000 US dollars, but didn't stop. He bought more prepaid cards. He'd taken out a loan from the bank for 300,000 300, 340,000 yen almost. How will he ever get that money back? I don't know. He won't, right? I mean, he's not buying anything. He's buying yeah. a phone app data. Vapor. Yeah. Vapor, yeah. Um, which is $3,500 and burned through all that money. And there were some whisperings of him even going to the Yakuza <laughs> in order to get mm-hmm. some funds too. What's the Yakuza? Uh, it's a, a mafia in Japan. Oh. Usually they're tattooed from you like, guys, head you- to toe. You guys know so much Japan Japan stuff. Um, I, I was I the secretary of the anime club in my high school. So, oh, excuse mm-hmm. me. I'm, a super nerd. I'm just a huge fan of any culture that's not American. <laughs> yes, yeah, they have their problems, yeah. but also smart. But everyone's better. He got all five copies of this character in the end, but at what cost? Yeah, <sighs> his life. In a way. Where is it? So that's the gist of it all. Thank you so much for reading this ridiculously long email. You are welcome. (laughs) And feel free to ask me to call in and explain in person if needed for any of the more confusing stuff. I tried my best to make this email as fun and entertaining as possible to read. And I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I enjoyed writing it. Listen, you did your research. You did it, girl. It's truly incredible. Wow. Wowzers. And Ooh, it was an entertaining email. There are lots of images of the characters, and she really did a great job. Full breakdown. She really crushed it. Mm-hmm. And then she, thank you for the, this. Then she has a little PS with another scam that I can read. Um, mm-hmm. Go for she it. She has PS the Yonder Dev scam. A man named Alex in 2014 started de- developing a game about high school girls and murder. He started a Ew. Patreon that was getting at one point five to six thousand dollars a month. It's been six years, and the first stage of the game isn't even complete. While a rival game did everything he did in two weeks, and is adding more at a rapid pace for free. Alex Aww. has been involved in a ton of drama, but there's too much to go over. Thanks for reading this monster email, and I hope it brings you some joy in the middle of the pandemic. Mm, Cheers, wow. Genevieve. Cheers. Thank Crazy. you, Genevieve. This is nuts. Okay. From Vivian. Hi, ladies. Love your podcast. Just finished your Game of Thrones Conquest app. I play this game for hours a day, especially since pandemic. Been playing for a year. While I do love the game, there is a tendency to spend money to compete. There can be so much social drama too. I actually started, I actually shared a link to this episode with my teammates. (gasps) Sorry, I actually shared a link with this episode. I want you to still have that expression, Kate. I actually shared a link to this episode with my teammates I play with. Amazing. (laughs) One thing the guests didn't mention is that there are hundreds of self-enclosed kingdoms in the game. And every 90 days, they are merged by WB to become more and more competitive driving others to spend more money to keep it up. Thanks for this episode. Feel free to use my input. Just please only use my first name, my or my game name, which is Miss Madison. Take care and stay safe. Oh. Thanks, Miss Madison. Thank you, Miss I Madison. love a fellow gamer. It's so cool. Oh, sexy Lexi. Yes. 
All right. This one. Don't trust sexy Lexi. Mm -mm. This one is from Peter. Hey, ladies. I just finished listening to the last episode, and I just wanted to say, woof. I feel like (laughs) I need to apologize on behalf of my gender for that. The content was interesting, but yeah, I wanted to punch that guy in the face the way he condescended to you. Yikes. So many feel that way. So cute. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. P.S. My wife and I have a similar story to the free mattress story from a recent episode, which is our last mailbag episode, although with a (laughs) recliner. She ordered a chair from Wayfair, and when it didn't show up more days after... It said it was supposed to be delivered. She contacted the company. They responded saying another one would be sent and would arrive in another month, but then received another email the next day saying the chair was out of stock and they were going to refund us. They refunded us the $400-ish, and a few days later, the chair showed up. So we got a free chair. Again, I love a mistake that gives you free shit. I know. And it's a big company, so it's okay. But if it were a small company, I would be And also Wayfair might be trafficking children. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Honestly, I love it. I love it for you, Peter, and your wife. Thank you, Peter. Thank you for supporting your gender. (laughs) Thank Uh, you. Not all men, I guess. Thank you. Yes, not you. Okay, awesome. Hey, this is from Kathleen. Hey, ladies, just wanted to drop a note and say how much I love your podcast. Guys, we're going to read. If you give us compliments for reading your note, we'll read. Yes. <laughs> it's the perfect balance of interesting stories and humor. Y'all are so fun to listen to. It makes me feel like I'm hanging out with my girlfriends, even though I'm actually at work or doing something awful like running. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yes. I hate running. <laughs> I know. We, we're here for you. <laughs> Thanks so much for all the time and care you put into the podcast. It's one of my favorites, and it's I'm a major podcastaholic. That means so much. That's a great email. Might be the best email email of the night. Perfect email. Hit all the marks. And now we have one little voicemail. Yeah, we're going to finish out with a voicemail. Hey, this is for Scam Wow Podcast. Um, I hope this is the hot tip hotline. Okay, Caitlin and Sue, what fucking journey did you just take us through? This guy, Patrick Lovell, that was the most painful interview I've ever listened. If his goal was to make the podcast host just wildly uncomfortable, mission accomplished. That guy was interesting, but his interview techniques, oh honey, you you need to hire a professional to help you to be a better guest. What the hell was that? I'm so sorry for the both of you having to go through that Wow, 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 wow. Just no. Okay, bye. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. That was <laughs> That's all oh she my said. God. Thank you. Thank that you. was so oh, nice. God. This Thank episode you. is just a support group for you, too. I, honestly, I feel so... <laughs> but we so need that. That's okay. We need your it. listeners. We need know, it. Honestly, you were traumatized. It's truly. not too much. It's no. just enough, if not you know, less than we usually need. <laughs> we need you guys. Oh, my God. I love you listeners so much. Thank you so much for that voicemail. Yes. You know we love a hot tip. Um, yes. And yeah, he sucked. It's so, the, I just, I'm speechless. I can't thank you guys enough. I really feel like we are just a bunch of friends and mm. have only gotten closer mm-hmm. during this pandemic and only gotten closer after we deal with this horrific mansplainer. Like maybe, yeah. maybe his purpose was to bring us all closer as friends. May- yeah. I think so. Ooh. There's one, there's one lady oh now God. that I follow just to see her baby pics and to like, 
And and it's her baby is so sweet and a little chunky. (laughs) We love you, listeners. We're we created this podcast to make more friends, and they're you, (laughs) and they're you. Thank you. So if you've been scammed and you want to reach out to Mm -hmm. us, you can always email us at scamwildpodcast at gmail.com or you can call us for and leave a hot hot voicemail a hot tip on our hot tip hotline which is 347-509-9414 because you know i love a phone call we're just we go weak in the knees for your phone calls guys we, we do, do weak enough. in the knees and then if you go to scamwellpodcast.com it has all our info on our merch and our patreon mm-hmm. where we talk about personal shit and like literally whatever we want so and just like that. let it all out let it's it like, all out there's no edits <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, you guys. guys so much. We love you. We're so grateful for all of you. And we're so happy to be part of this scam fam. Yes. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Are you filling up a seltzer bottle while I'm recording audio? Oh, we can't shit. hear it. We can't hear it, luckily. We can't hear it. I'm recording audio right now. But can we keep this for Patreon? This is hilarious. (laughs) Kate is yelling at her husband. Kate is screaming at her very nice husband who... I'm recording right now. Forgot. She's big red button. What her job was. (laughs) (laughs) He's filling up a soda stream. It's right here. During the pod. Okay. Okay, goodbye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.